0: Hello, adventurers. I want to take a moment to tell you that all our content can now be found uninterrupted and commercial-free on Apollo Plus. Apollo Plus is a subscription-based service that enhances your audio fiction experience with ad-free access to your favorite shows and exclusive content, while at the same time supporting us all as creators to keep bringing you quality content. Please take a moment to check out Apollo Plus at apollopods.com or download the app in your Google or Apple app stores. Again, that's Apollo Plus, your new home for quality audio fiction. Dawn of Dragons, season one, episode three. Fire was erupting into the tavern from stage right, billowing like tendrils of amber along the ceiling like writhing snakes. The age-old varnish taking the coarse, acrid smoke from the burning bloodwood, tar, and oak beginning to fill the hall. Cordelia! Sophie yelled at the woman on stage. Jump! Cordelia was shocked. She looked back at Avar. The small man blew her a kiss and waved, mouthing out goodbye with a smile on his face. Tears welling in his eyes before he dove into the stairwell, to the backstage. Nimbly dodging the burning debris falling from above, blocking the way for larger people than he. Now, You don't have time! Elaviv yelled. Snapping back, Cordelia nodded. Her eyes narrowed slightly as she jumped off the stage into Sophie's arms. Zoran was shoving a few panicked stragglers out the door. What's going on out there? Do you hear that? Something's coming. Move! The world is ending. What does it matter? Move, or you will too! With the final shove, he pushed them out of the way as a fiery beam crashed to the floor where he once stood. Mother! Hey! Over here! He waved to El-Aviv and his sisters. They pointed at the exit adjacent to him along the smooth stone brick wall. The bitter smell of the smoke burned the throat and the greasy texture hung close to the body as Zoran made his way to the exit. Talking, a hand grabbed his and pulled him free of the smoky room into the night air. The air cooled his lungs immediately, but then his ears filled with the screams. The roar from above sounded like a hundred lions, and huge wings that blotted out the night sky beat heavily in his ears as it passed overhead, to land by the fountain. stride his back was an orc clad in black scaled armor. She yelled guttural commands at the dragon. The dragon was everything Zorn had seen in a nightmare. Its twin horns pointed forward, and down its skeletal snout, green smoking acid dripped from its maw as it drooled, looking at the people running from it in the square. Get down! My- Sophie still had his arm and was still roughly joining Cordelia and Elaviv behind the large casks on the side of the pig and turtle. Where's Benedict? I... I... I don't know. Fear overcame Elaviv as she realized she didn't know where the young man had gone. That realization was echoed as each of them looked at each other in turn. Elaviv looked around. She was too level with the ground. She needed a better vantage point. Zoran... You know how to get to Verdian from here, yes? Zorn nodded, puzzled. I'm going to try to see Benedict from above. She pointed to the long roof behind them. If we get separated, go to Verdian. The first port on the coast is Akeshbalol. First port? Is that the Yes. She smiled happily. He recognized the port city. That's the common name for it. First port. From there, we sail west, to Bells. She took a deep breath, seeing their puzzled face. It is time for us to move on. We can find more answers in the Ivory Library. Cordelia's eyes grew wide. She had heard stories of the Ivory Library and the vast knowledge contained on its endless shelves. Supposedly every bit of history, science, technology, and magic was documented here and guarded by the legendary stone monks. The stone monks were not cruel or righteous, they were avid guardians of the cosmic balance. Elaviv looked at Sophie and smiled before darting to his stack of crates, bounding effortlessly up the rough cut wooden planks to the roof, never disturbing a single one as if she was a bird's feather on a gentle breeze. More roars rang out above, followed by one from the black dragon currently in the square. The deafening thunder from those leathery wings kicked up dust and embers from the street, causing Sophie to shield her eyes from the dusts. Another dragon, this one deep blue scales and a yellow smooth underbelly, landed with a lurch as it whipped its tail to a street cart filled with vegetables. This was followed by a much larger crimson scaled worm with dark black beard of horns and scales raised. Two horns shot up and back from its skull as it whipped its head to the side to roar at some scurrying, terrified people. Cordelia was frozen. She was horrified and entranced at the same time. Here in the flesh were dragons. Those great dragons of legend her father had told her about so many years ago. The red dragon took an uneasy step towards the stack of barrels they hid behind. Zorn ducked low with the other two and motioned a single finger in front of his lips to indicate absolute silence. The dragon's head swept by the barrels with a single yellow eye of curiosity. The black slit of an iris dilated slightly. Fury, let us discuss the plan for this great city. A deep shout came from his back. The dragon swung his head back to the dragons in the square. It was Zoran's turn to be shocked. He wide-eyed, craned his neck over the barrels with Sophie and Cordelia. Is that...? None other. Zorn saw the huge man drop from the back of the red dragon with the crown of dragons on his black-haired head. He held a huge sword in his hand. His heart was pounding deep in his stomach. There was the silver dragon turtle pommel, with two red eyes glowing with power. Hello, father, he spat, restrained behind clenched angry teeth. Lord Pallas strode to the center of the three dragons. The orc rider nimbly slid off her mount to join him. The dark chain shook like chimes as she walked. The third rider was shrouded. The pale hands clutched a haft of a large studded mace. Their eyes shone out like two orange-red glowing embers from behind the dark veil. They too dismounted and joined the other two riders for their conference. With this, Kerr is ours along with Bloodwood and most of Viridian. Most? Not all. Rotten elves still hold access to the dark regions. No matter. We are victorious. They will soon fall. They hold fast, but we must not let them escape. The pale figure hissed, the dark shroud of his face falling away to show a single, sunken cheek. This is defeatist, prowl. He turned to Lord Pallas. What now, my... for supplies and set up a garrison. Then we will make our assault on Meridian." You grew very cold as he thought deeply. Our underground allies must be freed. They will be the key to my ascension. The orc leader laughed, and pulled a horn from her belt sounding it. From the shadows, orc armies began to appear and flow as a single chaotic mass into the square and shops from Cordelia's right. Zorin. Mm. He was still intent on his father, the source of ten years of hate from that night and a loveless relationship before then. The night he had lost his best friend. Zorin. Mm -hmm. Zorin. What? Sophie stood and shoved Zorin out of the way as a huge clear-like blade crushed the barrel they were behind. Zorin rose and stood on his feet, his rapier deftly in his hand. He moved to Cordelia, who was cupping, a small bolt of fire in her hands that slowly began to grow. Sophie swatted a great axe to the side as she drove a shoulder to the orc, knocking him backwards. Cordelia, her eyes closed and she mumbled some arcane words before throwing it at the orc in front of Sophie. It met its mark, exploding in a shower of sparks, sending the orc back on his heels to the ground. They darted across the courtyard towards an open alley the orcs hadn't reached yet. The red dragon roared and swung a tail at them as they scattered barely, missing the muscular tree-trunk-sized limb. Zoran rolled under it, feeling the breath of wind as it sailed mere feet from his body, smashing into a store face for a bakery, sending flour dust and a plume out of the gaping wound of the wall. He shouted at Cordelia, who was wide-eyed next to him. Rising up, he heard a shout, Standing on the rooftop was a figure. Her flame-red hair cascaded from her shoulders, keeping time with the fire now surrounding her. Elaviv calmly drew an arrow to her cheek before sending it loose. The arrow sailed across the courtyard, slamming into an orc pursuing two other figures. She recognized the armor of one. Definitely was Benedict, but the other ran alongside him with two crude orcish daggers drawn they continued to run to the alley. Viv felt the heat of the fire dancing across her back as she fired arrow after arrow covering their escape. She saw the figure next to Benedict running. She saw him whip around an orc in the same fluid motion cut him down with those two daggers. Whoever he was, he was on their side, and therefore she had him too. Arrow shot. The flame grew higher and hotter. Just a minute longer. Please. She fired. The flames could reach her arms now. It burned, but the children were almost safe. Just a minute longer. She had to hold strong. She fired again and again, ignoring the searing pain in her arm. The smell of smoke and the burning was nauseating. Tears welled in her eyes. She would do this. She would do this one last thing. (sighs) They reached the alley. She sighed. They had made it. She saw the shrouded man look at her. One arm raised in acknowledgement. She knew those eyes. Could it be? And with a nod, he disappeared. In that moment, something familiar washed over her. A memory at the forefront of her mind. Tears flowed as she looked at the rising face of Fury, his face glowing with a bright red fireball burning in his mouth. Glowing and growing. She laughed inwardly to herself, dropping her bow to her side. She thought of all the happiness she shared in this life. It was a good day. She thought of her love and their lost friends and hoped that they would all meet again in this next life. She took a deep breath of the smoky air smelling past the smoke, past the salt sea to her soft, sweet-smelling trees. She smiled wide. And closed her eyes, remembering her promise. I held the oath, of Argus. May the knight and maiden watch them now. Throwing out her arms, <sighs> Elaviv embraced the white-hot fire of the dragon. children shot into the alley, the sounds of the city being taken down slowly dimming as they made their way in the dark, musty alleys to the edge of the city. Wait. Soren panted. Wait. Who are you? He pointed at the shrouded man. We don't have time, but as soon I... Sophie's eyes grew wide. No. She stepped forward and the man looked away quickly. You don't understand. I, uh... She reached out. Is it? As her hand closed on the hood, the man's hand clasped hers gently. His eyes were pleading with her, not because of fear of her knowing, but of him finally leaving his shroud of ten years of fear and pain. I... He sighed and pulled back his hood, his blonde locks cascading to his shoulders. I... I dreamed of seeing you again every day, Sophie. Oh, my. Sophie embraced him with hot tears cutting past in her soot-stained cheeks. And Zane wept, too, as Zoran, Cordelia, and Benedict joined them all together once again in the dark alley of Port Lafour. Thank you for joining us for Dawn of Dragons. Follow us at Dicetowertheater.podbean.com or Dicetower Theatre at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or WordPress. You can help support and keep this project free. Joining our Patreon program, you will earn rewards to enhance your experience while helping us to enhance this program for everyone. Sign up at patreon.com. Slash Dice Tower Theater. Also, you can donate at kofi. dot slash Dice Tower Theater, or by simply sharing us with a friend. Thank you to our guest voices, Sam and Piper from the World Forge podcast. World Forge is a witty comedy podcast where a random prompt is dropped, and the group finds a hero, a villain, a monster, or who knows what else that they can define within the session. Be sure to follow them on your favorite podcatcher. Look for World Forge. You can also follow them at twitter.com worldforgepod. Stay with us as we continue the story coming soon.